in New York for a period, right? Just a short period. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, I kind of came, I stayed and, and left and stayed and left kind yeah. of for a while. What what were you, what were you doing here? I was I was coming I was coming before a tour and stayed for a while before a tour and then I toured and then I stayed on after tour and uh, kind of try try to get on get, get get back to a kind of a normal real life, which was kind of a strange idea. What, what is that? What is what does that mean? A normal real you life? Know, after yeah, exactly. I, was, I think I was kind of trying to find a way to touch grounds with myself again. After a tour, you're kind of yeah in the blue, and you're not quite aware of how you're feeling, really. Hmm. It's a strange, very strange thing. Just like sort of a, like a dreamlike state almost? Well, or? it's more like of a... Well, in the beginning, you might feel like that, like a good dream, and then you yeah. feel kind of like just very uh, um, lost. Yeah. And kind of being on a tour is very much like in being in the blue, and then you kind of come back to reality after the tour, and then you kind of have to uh, just find yourself again. It's interesting. I mean, in a way, you know, especially when you're touring on a specific record, yeah. you spend however much time you spend working yeah. on it. Um, it's almost a, it's almost this process of kind of uh, letting go at the end, right? I mean, yeah. you've invested so much of yourself into it, yeah, and then you've invested so much in playing it in front yeah. of people and then yes. that's sort of you're in in in, in the state of, of trying to figure out what's next from there exactly is it do, do you do you have to to put yourself into a mind state to start immediately thinking about the next record at that point uh, at, at some t- at some time some uh, i mean with some of the albums i've felt like that with uh, uh, during that time that we were talking about when yeah. i stayed here i kind of think i was at a kind of a weird place yeah. so for me it was kind of a bad idea to i th- i thought i was able to go back into writing again but i was really uh, not in that uh, hmm. re- really in that kind of a, a state of mind and uh, you know i wasn't I think I wasn't healthy enough, really, to do it in my mind. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, at, you know, that I mean, when a tour can get to you and your soul like that, which it can do sometimes, you really just need to kind of um, find yourself yeah. again rather than start working because then um, you really need to be at a good place with yourself when you start mm. working with an album. You really need to have your uh, heart and mind in place to to understand what it is you're going to do. At least for me, it works like that. I cannot be in a, or I mean, it's not a good thing to be in a, um, you know, in a lost, um, in a lost, desperate place. Yeah, it's it, it's not it's not a good thing really to be like that. Um, I've come to realize this <laughs> because we years after. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we'd like to. We want to think about writing as being catharsis or yeah. being something that will help you get your bearings. But yep. I mean, especially given you know what I know about the history of this project specifically. In fact, the the name of the band, yeah, or or, or a group, or yes, comes out of that moment, right? Yeah. Of of not. I mean, it almost sounds like you know the the, the story. You don't need to retell the story; no, it's been no. told enough. But 
it sounds like you were in a place of not knowing whether or not you were going to be able to even do music anymore. Yeah, I was in a very, to be honest, I was kind of at the, you know, I was in an existential crisis, sure. a deep, deep existential crisis. And I've kind of gone to that place off and on in my life. I come to accept that I'm kind of like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just like that. Yeah. Uh, and probably being a musician or the reason why I chose to be a musician and work with this is because I am that kind of way. Starting a new process, starting a new album kind of always, always means starting a new life for mm. me or starting reflecting on myself in a way that is very, uh, you know, deep and not always good. But uh, coming to the decision that it's going to be like... A, Yes, it's going to be an album again, or yes, it, it's yes, it's music that I'm supposed to be doing, uh, which is always kind of the the questions that I ask myself when I start working on an album. Um, is like saying yes to life, yeah. <laughs> so it's almost still an existential thing. Yeah, but not still. It's not in that kind of. Uh, um, um, hard way that it was in the beginning, where I was really asking myself if, you know, if if I'm am I going to stay here or yeah. not? So, um, yeah. What, what what do you what do you mean stay here? Live still, just, just continue living. Just continue. <laughs> you know, that's a re- I mean that is a legitimate existential yeah. crisis right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you? I mean, it sounds like again, you know, getting back to the story. I guess I'll, yeah. I'll summarize it so you don't have to. But uh, literally, that yeah. you know, it's you see a dog, yeah, <laughs> on on the beach, and yeah. are, are you somebody when when you get into? Because I I've been maybe not quite to that level, but I think we've yeah. all experienced yeah. some form of that. And yeah, I understand the impulse to actively be looking for an extor- external force or yes. a sign. Yeah, I mean, is that were you were you looking for it? Were you looking for something to tell you that kind of show you the way forward or at least show you the way not to go? I don't know. At that time, I don't think I was. I was merely or I was more I was surprised that being in that state of mind that I had been for quite a while and just uh, finding myself there on the beach that I was sitting at uh, and just having uh, such a you know mundane thing happening to me hmm. I was surprised that that would make such an impact yeah. on me and that it would kind of just it was because that's what really what it was I can really just transport myself back to that place it's more than 10 years ago now and then you know that feeling like a little thing like this a small animal that once um something basic human thing for me you know yeah. is affection affection a, you know just a little bit of love and just a little bit of petting or something you, you know just like you know yeah uh, <laughs> acknowledgement really acknowledgement exactly yeah. was kind of like you know such an eye opener for me at that mm. time that I almost you know broke down from that you know like yeah. n- you know in a good way that I kind of like was so uh, just resigned myself to that feeling, and that and just you know kind of decided to to kind of lean against those simple things, you know that 
Well, you know, we all need love. I need love. That dog needs love. And it's okay. And I can, you know, I deserve love. And, you know, I needed that kind of, you know, yeah. just insight at that time. And, um, and it's okay for me to be here. You know, and uh, and then I just yeah, it, it, just knowing that was um, making and, and it's okay. Also, I, I feel like at that time, just acknowledging those feelings for me was just okay for me to just acknowledge that I was feeling that it, the way that I was doing, and was yeah. kind of the, the the moment that I knew that I could write about exactly what I was feeling, and hmm. not shy away from it you know because I was I mean the way that I was writing at that time was really a way for me to kind of uh, um, speak about what I was feeling in a very kind of like straightforward way that almost felt like a child nursery yeah. way almost like I mean the way that I I, I think about the, this I had a song called Dog on that album my first album where I kind of spoke to my boyfriend at that time um, saying like um, all the feelings you have for me is like feelings you have for a dog like pity and all of that you know that's yeah um, Yeah. oh what a feeling oh what a feeling for a dog you know Uh, and uh, that's you know that's how I felt I mean that's all uh, that also kind of goes back to the theme of the dog you know and just feeling extremely pitiful and um, so that you know it kind of opened a door where I could express what I was feeling and do it in a way that was both honest you know purely honest but also um um poetic in a way that also gave me a way to kind of not feel vulnerable while saying it you know do you understand yeah well what what when when you look at the music that you made up till that moment and then right after that moment i mean what is the were you purposefully veiling things did you feel like you needed to be overly symbolic or overly poetic were you did you just not want to be too candid about how you were feeling what was going on in your life I think I was candid but the thing was like the thing was this also the the thing that came before or that happened before the the the, um, the beach thing mm-hmm. was that I had kind of given up on music so much or I, I kind of I made a promise to myself that if I stay away from music altogether and uh I mean, I've been, I had been writing and and working with music since I was teenager. Yeah. So, music has been such a, a constant thing in my life. So, but when I came to this point where I was feeling with this at this crisis point, I um, I took a complete break from music, like listening to music, mm. doing music, singing, which is this thing that I've always been doing. I just I became mute almost for me it was like becoming mute uh which was that kind of also I mean I wasn't in depression but uh, that kind of also the depression was worse worsened by the fact that I decided not to sing I couldn't yeah. I couldn't sing really 
And I just kept my, you know, my lyrical kind of process shut also at that time because I just couldn't do it and I didn't want to do it. And I kind of thought that, well, if I can come out of this thing and the need and the will in me is still to make music, then that's what I'm going to do. So I think that the kind of mute period turned into this language that I'm using now, turned into the language and the poetry way that I'm, you know, yeah. the method, that, the, what I think is the, like my poetic language. I had to go through that kind of silent period to, to find those words. And when, when I started opening my mouth again, which I really feel like the way, the way that I was doing, I kind of just... I took up a guitar, I remember so well. I I took up a guitar and I started playing. And I played and played. I just run through chords over and over again, looping, you know, endlessly. And then all of a sudden I said, you know, to myself, it's okay, you can sing now. And then, you know, these words came out. And they were not... mm, I didn't, you know, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about what I was saying. It they just came out and songs after songs after hmm. song you know came came out that way so and the language was finished so it was like something else was speaking you know inside of me you know Did but it was the the truth <laughs> as i as i knew it yeah you know? does i mean i've got to imagine that having a certain level of success or recognition maybe makes it a little easier. I don't know how much that w- that played a role in what you were going through at the time. And obviously, you know, critical acclaim, obviously, you know, money isn't everything, but it's, um, it's a lot harder to keep going when nobody acknowledges what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Yes. Is it... I mean, it's... It, it's got to be a little bit easier now now that you yeah. sort of kind of you, you found your voice yeah essentially, yeah, right? yeah yeah I, I definitely felt like I found a voice definitely but I felt like at, at that time I just felt like um, I've revealed myself and then people heard me yeah and you know that went deep down you know it really meant something for me too I mean at that time it was so personal that I really did ask myself if it was if it was necessary to if even uh, make it you know official or even give you know make peop- other people hear it. But yeah. once I did it, I felt like this is this is kind of the first time that I do something that um, that is totally revealing of who I am, and it was a really it was a huge thing to feel like people listened and appreciated it and um, they we were when, touched by it when when um, when 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 addicts when alcoholics just you know they just they call it hitting bottom yeah yeah and it sounds like something like that needed yeah. to happen where that's exactly what I it mean, was because once 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 you're there um I mean, what's there, there's no reason for self doubt anyway, right? No. I mean, once you realize how bad things can possibly yeah. get, yeah. why not just go out there yeah. and you got play nothing for to lose? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you're so. That's uh, also how I felt. I was like, I had nothing to hide, and uh, yeah. 
um, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I mean, it was. Uh, at the same time, I was in a, st- in a still kind of vulnerable, so I wasn't always enjoying it. You know, I was still kind of like. Uh, on a what, what's it called when you're still you know healing and I was still yeah I was kind of still very vulnerable yeah. so it was hard for me to enjoy it I was definitely not feeling like a pop star or anything you know so uh, but um, it's now it's first you know afterwards that I felt like I could really you know look back at it and feel yeah. like it was really a beautiful moment there, and I really, really happy, happy for you know what I achieved. Take me through that. The, the I, I know we're going kind yeah. of back in time a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But take mm-hmm. take me through that 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 process. I'm really curious. You know, so so I mean, it's it's pretty clear to me where, where you get to a point where you're sitting there and playing. But yeah. how does that actually become a record? For me, it's usually, it's always been, for me, the starting point for me is a reaction against something. And mm. usually uh, a reaction towards, uh, a, or, uh, against um, a status quo that I kind of feel. Mm. That there is a status quo in, in me, or yeah. a, a status quo in what I hear, or a status quo... Um, these days I feel like I'm kind of uh, reacting against more more so against like status, the status quo of the society we live in yeah. or the political uh, winds that I feel fascism. or you know fascism <laughs> exactly it's, it's always kind of like a a reaction against something. Yeah. It's um, something that I want to... Uh, I feel like I want to change something. Mm. And it can be on a very, you know, extremely personal level, like the way that I felt like I was with my first album, where which was very introspective. But it was a re- reaction against where I, had, where I had been and how my life had turned out or how I was feeling and had been feeling for a long time. And... You know, where it was really like kind of, like I said f- from the beginning there, that do I do I keep doing this? Do I stay alive? Or do I live? Okay, I live. Yeah. What do I do? You do this. And what okay. does living mean? What? What does living mean, you know? Yeah, is, exactly. Other than just yeah. sort of surviving. Ex- and other than just surviving, yeah. exactly. So, um, and, um, and from that point on, I felt like, well, of course. I mean, when I, I mean when I decided I wanted to make music or make these songs, like f- with the first album, it was very much like reacting against the status quo musically that yeah. I felt. What is out there? Do I is my music needed? Um, does it you know bring something new uh, to the to the world or to the music you know world? And that's still kind of how I feel. I feel like I want to. I feel like I need to fill a gap. There, there needs, yeah. there is a gap. <clears throat> it needs to be a gap for me to feel like I yeah. need to make music. And if I don't feel like there is a, a gap, you know, if I feel, you know, very satisfied with the music that I hear, or you know, I don't really feel like yeah. there is a need for me to make music. And then so all of a sudden, I feel like, yeah, there is a gap right now. I, I kind of wish I had this kind of music, you yeah. know. 
and then the thought starts and then uh, uh, then the process starts of wanting to, to what I feel like this is the void right now I the need to fill this void there's still a bit of a, a leap there though between <coughs> clearly early on in that process you're making it specifically for yourself right you're making you know it's it's part of the healing process definitely. or, or yeah, it's definitely. part of the creation process but yeah. um there's still a bit of a gap between that and and yeah, you deciding this is this is something that of needs course. to be on the world that other people no, no, need yeah, to hear definitely definitely but um there is a change after having there is a an absolute change uh, when you think of making your first album and now like i'm making have made my fu- my fifth album yeah the first album was an existential, you know, crisis. Pr- yeah, an existential crisis, and very much this is me. Yeah, this is th- this is for me, and this album. I mean, this is mm. my job. Yeah, this is my living, and so the the motivation for making the fifth album is. I mean, there is a difference there yeah. than for the first album. Um, I have a, a kind of a. Uh, a job relationship to my music now that is very much different different yeah. to the one that I had with my first album that is that is that is a fact you know for me so um, I think the process is different now than it was you know uh, with my first album um, that is you know an explanation for me to kind of you know yeah. answer to the, the the void thing yeah um, you need to kind of motivate yourself that kind of way as a musician uh, and an artist I think uh, why is it necessary that I make it a record uh, is it you know does it does is it you know do they need it you know or does the world need it or do I need it you know those are the questions that you ask yourself constantly when you're a musician or an artist I think um and you have to ask yourself, is the question, do they need it, more important than the question, do, do I need it, yeah. or, you know, um, or vice versa? You go through those thoughts all the time, you know. Um, but, of course, yes, there's a whole lot of thought, pro- thought process that, that you go through alongside mm-hmm. all of these other questions, of course. With this album... With this new my new album, I think uh, I had a I had a, a child, which was a major major existent existential change sure. for me. Um, like meeting the dog by this by the sea, but uh, meeting a unicorn by the sea. You know, that was what it was like for me to have a child. It was like. My God! Um, it's that sense of oh, this is what everyone's been talking about all this yes. time. Yes. <laughs> yes. The I, I was I was looking at earlier today. I was looking at uh, the interviews you were doing around Palefire, and and it sounded yeah. like that that was in a lot of ways the first time you were really doing something kind of. I don't know if political is too strong a word, yeah. but but that you were dealing with lar- sort of larger external yeah. issues and. Yeah. Um, as you're saying, the, the a record needs thematically needs to either address something inside you or, or something larger. But it's certainly it's possible for you to affect 
that change in yourself, right? And, and the process of making it is a process of changing yourself. Yeah. But is it, um, that's a pretty big thought to think that you could possibly affect some kind of change. I yeah. mean, do, do you think that that is possible? Is that, I mean, what is the, I, I guess, I know this is a little bit of a silly question, but sort of mm. what is the... <clears throat> What, what's the best possible world uh, what's the best possible outcome of, of writing something that addresses yeah. some broad issue it's a good question actually I mean it's very I mean come to think of it when you put it that way it's kind of presumptuous is that word to, yeah. to kind of think yeah. that yeah. You, could, you could have that effect but for me it's just been like I think because of the fact the changes that I've been going through starting with the first album which has been very and also I think it has to do a lot of how what kind of person I've been in all my life I think um, I've been a very introverted introverted kind of person yeah uh, on the bleak side all mostly all the time since I was a child mm. and um Being and becoming so, especially when you make it your living, you know, being a melancholic person, <laughs> when that is kind of like, yeah. this is my living, you become so tired of yourself. Yeah. And um, I felt also stuff happened in my life, which was very also kind of like, I felt I needed to make like a change in my look uh, and my view upon life. Um where I kind of felt like stuff is happening. How do I keep, you know, uh, do I write my story or, or does my story write me? Or does the story write me? I felt like I needed to change yeah. that. And that in, 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 in some way kind of cha- made me change my look upon the world and look on life. And I felt like I don't want to be a um, self-centered person anymore I don't want to be an Mm. introspective person anymore I want to speak about uh, other other things that happens around the world and uh, that happens to people all all over the world and um, it just I just felt like I came to that point yeah Um, and it it happened um, I mean what happened Around the uh, all the, all of the events around the Arabic Spring and stuff like that can kind of happen alongside me having a lot of difficulties in my personal life, um, and that was kind of like juxtaposed together. I felt like there is a connection. I I had a possibility to to, to just kind of see that. Uh, I'm not alone, and uh, I want to make sure that uh, <laughs> people understand that they're not alone. Yeah. You know, that became an issue for me, and it still is an issue. And that became even stronger when I had a child, you know. And that's kind of become the, um, the thing that I want to write about. Yeah. For some reason. That, that, that actually that brings up an interesting question, which is, I guess, which is, I mean, you use the word presumptuous. What is, what's the more presumptuous idea? The yeah. idea that you can affect change or the idea that people sh- should care about 
you on a personal level. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. That, exactly. That, that, yeah. that people, sh- you know, should want to listen to yeah. you talk about your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what art is about. Sure. That's what poetry is about. I mean, you uh, understand yourself through other people. And uh, I guess that's... It's not about me, but it's about uh, understanding each other. And we do that through each other. So, And, and it sounds like you're working to get to a place where you can do both of those at the same time. Yeah, right? definitely. Definitely. Um, so... Uh, having a child obviously <laughs> tremendously impacted your life. Yeah. And, you know, it sounds like, I don't, where, where, you know, where, where were you as far as making, thinking about making another album when you, you know, got pregnant? Were you already in the, were you in the process of doing it or did it really, did things really start coming together once that happened or once you had the, the child? Mm, the thing was like this I had just I had just finished and was about to no how was it uh, I released my album just you know in 2012 I yeah. released Pay Fire in winter time in November or something I think it was and 2013 in the beginning of in January my son came so uh, that's handy yeah <laughs> it was very handy <laughs> and um which was really for me i mean no it was a disaster oh, really? you know uh, release you, you know yeah. release wise uh oh, people that wanted to promote it or no yeah. it was really really bad yeah um but you know it was an accident but it was a perfect accident hmm. but um um so you know, all of these. I was, you know, uh, it took me some time to to uh, to work uh, on coming back writing again yeah. after I had him. But uh, you know, my whole uh, I realized when 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 I had my son, I realized that this changes everything. You know, music. You know, as for me as a musician, hmm. this changes everything. And I kind of knew that it's going to take me some time to kind of, you know, find out what has changed in me and in what way my music is going to be changed by by this, you know, this thing. This this person. This person, yeah, exactly. And uh, because the world, I felt like the, w- the world was new to me and mm. I felt like my place in the world was completely new too. And... Um, I just felt like I needed uh, to really grasp exactly what it meant, you know, and not just continue doing what I, you know, thought I was supposed to be doing or what people, you know, expect me to be doing. But then again, I've never really been like that, but it it became even more important, you know, to have honest, you know, an honest eye on both myself and the world around me because you can't you know lie to a child and I felt like I can't lie to the Mm. world you know that became something that I became very you know focused on that whole kind of perspective it it, it sounds like you you were already transitioning to this a little bit with the with the record that you released in 2012 yeah um 
But at the same time, there's nothing, hopefully, no. uh, there's nothing that gets you out of your own head and your own sort of, you know, selfish introspection than having to take care of another person, right? Yeah, I mean, that yeah, really, yeah, yeah. that accelerates the process yeah. of thinking about things more broadly yeah. and not just, just sort of, you know, being in your own brain Yeah, yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah, exactly. That was, I mean, that was, uh, that took time for me to get used to. I thought that that was actually one of the my, my greatest fears when I realized that I was pregnant, that fuck, now I'm gonna, how, how do I... How do I get the time that I need? You yeah. know, I need a lot of time. I'm a person that needs a lot of time with yeah. myself. How is this going to work out? Yeah, uh, I'm never going to have those kind of, you know, communication or those talks with myself anymore. And uh, you know, but uh, I do have those talks, but it's completely different. This, you know, this, you know, for me, after having a child, I feel like. Um, it you know you you have yeah you have to hold, have a whole other kind of conversation with yourself. You have to uh, uh, take the moment when you, when you have them. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. W- was it was it something that you had ever? thought about I mean you ever consider that you had ever thought would you would end up doing did you think you were going to have a kid did no. you see you didn't see yourself as being a never. parent in the future no 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 ever ever never <laughs> but it but it I mean it sounds like and this doesn't happen with everybody but it sounds like correct me if I'm wrong but it sounds like all, everything that was supposed to kick in kicked in yeah I mean that me, doesn't instinctually it, it doesn't like happen that. for everybody no no it definitely yeah. I mean everything feels so um, completely just very logical when I think yeah. of it you know retrospectively it feels like mm, it was meant to be and uh, I was saved by it you know once again yeah <laughs> you know really and um yeah, I sort of wonder, you know, and this this gets back to the the the, the dog conversation, but I, I wonder because because I've 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 done this before too. I I'm from California originally, yeah. so I and I went to school in Santa Cruz, right, mm-hmm. right by the beach, and I would do yeah. that all the time. Every yeah. time I needed to reflect on something, and we yeah. were lucky we were in the middle of the forest and by the water, so you yeah. could just sort of go out there. But you have to. You know, you can you can do that. You can you can be super reflective and just stare out at the ocean, but you mm. you have to really kind of be open for it too. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 definitely. And and uh, you know, it sounds like timing wise, it's sort of lucked out that these things have come along. But yes, it could have come along. You could have been at a beach and a dog could have walked by, and it could have meant nothing if you yeah. weren't really open to the possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, exactly. And probably those moments happen all the time. Yeah. You know, when you. But you're not, you know, open, open towards those, you know, uh, uh, ideas and thoughts that it could, you know, mean. But it's quite interesting, really. You have to be ready for yeah. it. Yeah, and 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 because I, 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 this is something I think about a lot. You know, it's we we've kind of been trained to think about things in terms of movies. You know? yeah, yeah, that's 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 where all of our narrative structure comes yeah. from now. Or and, and, and novels also, but yeah. you want to think of your life as being a series of profound moments. But when yeah. I really look back at it, 
maybe three or four yeah. things, yeah. like instances that I can really yeah. um, focus in on that kind of changed the path of my life. Yeah. Um, you've got a, sounds like you've got a couple of those. I've had a couple of, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And, and in a lot of cases, they've had some kind of direct impact on you yeah. making a record. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Totally. The, the, I mean, my music is so completely, completely linked to those occasions yeah. and to those moments in my life. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I guess that's why uh, my music changes and my I take those, you know, yeah. conscious steps towards changing my music the way that I've always been. Because it's, um, there's such an integral part of my life and yeah. what's happening to me. It's not a decision. It's not a you know. It's never ever a career, yeah. You know, wise decision that I make or someone telling me or no 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 yeah. no not at all. I mean, I guess I'm 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 st- you know I'm. I think a lot of people you know in the business in the music business would consider me an unwise artist. You know. And I'm totally fine with that, you know, because financially of, or yeah, 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 completely. And also, you know, strategic, strate- strategically, yeah. and you know, but uh, it's that's just that's just because of the thing that my music is is you know, it's my my daily my daily life so much yeah. you know, um, it all goes together. I mean, I know I know you consider yourself a, a, a melancholy person, but I mean, it seems yeah. like you're in a pretty good place right now. It seems yeah. like you're happy. Yeah, Is, I can, am. Can I go that far? No, I am happy. <laughs> I am happy. Yeah. It's so bizarre, actually. <laughs> it it, it yeah. is actually quite bizarre. Yeah. I'm. Uh, you're touring the world. Yeah. You you know you've got a child who yes. you love and yeah and you're able to. You're able to make music when you want to make music. Exactly. I mean, I couldn't ask for more. Yeah. That's how I feel. It's interesting. I mean, isn't but this is always this is kind of the um, the eternal issue of of does do bad things does depression make for better music? Is yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Is it, is, is it is it easier to make music when you're in a good place mentally? It, yeah. <laughs> It depends on what music you want to make. Yeah. I guess. But, you know, but you know, I, you, you can go album by album and, and sort of say, you know, and point out which. I mean, it's clear to you what's what's a struggle and what's not a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Exactly. But was this, you know, this, and it sounds like you're maybe in one of the happiest, if not the happiest, places in that you've been in your life. Yeah. How 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 does the how, how does the process how did the process of making this album compare to previous records as far as um, just general ease. I mean, I, 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 it is a struggle to make. It, it is a yeah. struggle for me to uh, to be happy too, you know, because I'm kind of like, yeah. I'm all. I'm also kind of like the one who uh, asks myself all the time that happiness is going to end sometime. Yeah, you know, what's around the corner? Yes. Yeah. Very much like that. So I'm kind of. But now I'm in in a place where I kind of just like don't care about that. I've kind of stopped living like that. I'm yeah. so much in the present. But um, 
being used to write in a melancholic state and and work under those circumstances and not doing that with this album kind of made me feel a little bit uneasy at times (laughs) you know like a a little bit awkward making me like constantly asking myself you know just you know be wary of where you're heading (laughs) and you know be conscious about every you know every aspect of the album every lyric and every you know be conscious about it just because it hasn't been that kind of like you know tearing self tearing Hmm. process that I'm used to you know Um, so in that kind of way it's been another kind of struggle but not the kind of struggle that I'm used to you know um, it's a struggle. That's the important thing. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. The struggle. The if, whole if it struggle felt easy, is, you wouldn't. It wouldn't yeah. feel like you accomplished something. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. The struggle, I mean, the struggle thing is very important. Yeah. If it, it if it was easy to make a record, then yeah. You no, just no. Why? Feel like, Why bother? It's like it's like you know. I mean, to, not to be too crass, but it, it's sort of like having a child, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's got to hurt a little. Bit. Yeah, it's got to hurt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, but so it yeah. really does. And it, I mean, it's good to find out that it, it, you know, it can hurt, but in another, in another yeah. way, you know, uh, like with this album, I feel like it, it did hurt, and it was a struggle, and it was really awful at times, you know, like it is with every album, but in another kind of way, you know. Um, and it kind of challenged me in a, in, a, in another way that I'm used to too. So um, yeah, it's funny how you feel like you um, put yourself in a situation where you're yeah, especially with this album. I feel like I did. I did put myself in a situation when I was challenging challenging myself and yeah. really kind of grew out of it. You yeah. know. Well, I mean, musically, and and I was you know I was looking at some of the, just from a, the standpoint of the instrumentation used on there. Yeah, I mean, it was. It seemed like you wanted to grab as many things as possible. I did, yeah. I did. <laughs> I was, uh, but I had that kind of like. It, I think it goes along with uh, my my new kind of look on life. I feel like I, I'm like a child in a toy store, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the way that you feel I, I, I guess it's the way you feel when you're with a child daily on a daily basis it's, Everything it's the is the new just, eyes that you're talking about yeah, the freshness yeah know. I mean I started uh, one thing that kind of is kind of a key to the to, to the album is actually I when I was on a maternal leave uh, when I had a break when yeah. I just was a, a mother I took my son to a music museum in Stockholm which I knew had a, like a, an open a room where you could try out all kinds of, dis- of yeah. instruments from all yeah. different places yeah. of the world. And I did that more for his sake, but it turned out to just be me just, you know, you know, ending up by various instruments and him being kind of annoyed and just like, <laughs> ah, can we leave now? Yeah. And then I just, you know toying around with all those kind of different instruments and um, and stuff and record started to record immediately on my phone and just you know getting t- 
tons of ideas was kind of like the the base you know the fun fundament of of this record it, yeah. it kind of started there and uh i just had to kind of i, I shortly after that i rented that whole room and and went there oh, wow. and sampled yeah. a whole lot from there and started working but even you know uh even from the standpoint of having a phone to record on that's a different thing yeah, right? yeah i mean yeah. that's it's less um it's more spontaneous it's a little bit less deliberate um yeah yeah, you yeah. Know, and, and and that that leads to something completely different i mean it, yeah. you know particularly in the first album it sounds like you really had to labor through the creation process yes yeah yeah, yeah. this was this almost sounds like the laborious part for you was that that self-doubt or maybe yeah. the, maybe the editing or the production yeah maybe i but but the thing is also kind of like i feel like i I have to trick myself into uh, I have to trick myself into um, writing music. With trick yourself? Yeah, I need, in a way that I, I easily get so bored. Yeah, I, I get very bored. Uh, you know, of instruments. You yeah. know, a, a, an acoustic guitar standing in the corner can bore the hell out of me. You know, it doesn't ask to be picked up anymore. It's not like I. Mm. Like it used to be, you know, with yeah. like with when I wrote my first record, I could just stare at the guitar standing in the corner and just be like, "What did I ever see to, in you?" <laughs> it needs to be played on. Yeah. It need it has something it wants to tell me, you know, or you know, it needs to be. I need to play that guitar, and I don't feel that anymore. Mm. You know, picking up a guitar is just like, it's just boring, and so in that sense, I'm. I feel like I need to find you know instruments and rhythm patterns or you know and that's why I've turned to sampling I guess a lot yeah uh, to uh, become excited by sounds and in that kind of way write songs so that is kind of a big change for me I feel like the the, the process of how I work um, tricking myself to make songs it, it's incredibly ambitious. I mean, you probably don't see it this way because no. this is just how you work. But it's a, it's incredibly ambitious to start writing a song on an instrument that you've never played before. Something that you know, I assume in most of these cases, people, a lot of people have mastered. That yeah. are, you know, that has its own vocabulary, that that has its own history. That but that you can kind of walk up to something in a museum and play around with it a little bit. And, yeah. And, and create something from that is is impressive to me. Well, I don't know. I mean, for me, me, f- you know, f- for me, making music is not about being. Uh, that's one thing that I've come to understand about yeah. my music making is not to be a virtuoso on an, sure. you know on an instrument. It's to uh, express myself and to find uh, um, harmonies, you know, in the world. You yeah. Know? Um, and I can't do that if I'm not excited by sounds and harmony, you know, new sounds and new instruments, new harmonies, new textures and stuff. That's why I have to, you know, find different ways into a song, different ways into a melody. And, you know, and that's um, on my second album, I started playing the flute. I played a lot of flute and I wrote mostly of most of the songs on the flute. 
um, even even so the 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 vocal melody I started you know finding the you know the the melodies on a flute yeah. because like when you're a singer the mind you know goes the easiest way you know the, the, the most you know path of least the resistance most pa- the easiest path like yeah. you know and that it's you know that's the most boring way to work yeah. as a singer so for me it's become like what is the most un you know undiscovered path yeah. i could take here you know when i work with a harmony or you know with a chord <clears throat> um structure or anything i kind of want to try out the the most you know you know undiscovered path i yeah. can find so that's um i ha- that's more, i mean that goes along with the whole tricking myself you know to to be excited you know that's i i i have to feel excited you know i wouldn't be making music if i wasn't feeling excited one of one of the things that's always fa- fascinated me about the songwriting process, as somebody who, you know, just writes words on paper. I mean, obviously, when you're composing a song with words and music, these are two very different things, and you're, in a sense, trying to find out where those two meet up. Yeah. And it sounds like the creation of this record, specifically. Um, I mean, you're, you're coming at it from two different angles. You're coming at it f- from the thematic angle, which is um, what was inspired by having a child and, yeah. and where where your head was. Yeah. And, and then, completely on the other side of that is the the, the musical side of thing. Yes. Of, you have you, you playing around with with instruments. I mean, how? And and you do you do have a little bit of a history of this of you know yeah. maybe the um, on a very uh, like top level of the the lyrics not necessarily match you know it's it, it not necessarily matching the melodies um yes it, it's sort of like blues music it certainly plays out in a lot of swedish pop music as well yeah. um but how do you how, how do you reconcile those two things how do you reconcile this this sort of newfound aesthetic sonic interest you have with with these themes i reconcile them by wanting to make um still wanting to make easy understanding direct pop music yeah you know yeah that is that is the key for me you know i want to make pop music and um and i want to explore pop music and the meaning of pop music and why it's important and i want to explore the the um, the origin of pop music in a new kind of way where I feel like the statement the statements that I want to make on this album uh, are to be understood if you're open to them and if you're not open to them they're just cheer, cheery yeah. nice pop songs yeah, you know and if you do understand them there's something much deeper about yeah. them you know it, it, and it's okay. that, that goes along with you know the the ex- experimentation of other instruments and other worlds and wanting to kind of open the world up. Yeah. And um, and the statements that I'm making. 
I, I, got, I was getting the, the wrap-up sign. So, yeah, so yeah, la- yeah. La- last question. Yeah. Um, you are not, you know, pop music. When, when, when you yeah. talk about pop music, yeah. you don't necessarily think of the path of least resistance, right? I mean, what? You don't necessarily think of the path of least resistance. You know, you don't necessarily think of something no. that's, that's difficult. But you are, you're trying to make, I mean, a, again, it's such a contradictory thing in a sense that you're trying to make the most... Um, accessible music in maybe the most difficult way. I know. It's such a. It, it, I know. It's you know you could you could very you have all of the tools to just make a pop song. I know. But it's not satisfying to just make a pop song. No, because I don't work like that. And it's got to be something that's not in the world already. Yes. That's the key. That's the key. That's the whole. That's the whole point. Yeah. I mean, and you're 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 you're. Are you? Do you feel like you did that on this record? Can and actually, like, this is a good broad question to end on. Um, when when you look back, five records. Yeah. When you look back on the five records, do you feel like you've been able to accomplish that to some degree on each of them? Um, you've created a new sort of singular thing. On some of them, and maybe some of them, I feel like maybe I didn't, but yeah. uh, but this one, I feel definitely, yeah, definitely. And with the first one, I feel definitely too. But um, that's maybe because I feel like, uh, in some strange sense, which is kind of like the link between the first album and this album, is because the first album was completely introspective and yeah. this one is introspective in another way in another sense but i only speak from the heart you know but in with two different perspectives or completely linked together and um i think the heart is present in this album and the first album and uh, the other maybe not so much you know Maybe. So this is this is up there for you. Yeah. This new record. Yes. Yeah. There you go. That was Sarah Ospring. Uh, recorded that one a, a few months back. She was here in New York City doing a few really small shows before the release of her new LP. It's out now. It's uh, called Kokoro. You can get that on the Control Group. Um, we we sat down at this 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 intimate venue she was playing at and just talked for a while and I really really enjoy that conversation. Um, she is uh, one of the, the the more frank and, and honest people I've I've had the opportunity to speak with on the show. A lot of really heavy topics we we touched on there and you know she just. Uh, was, was totally willing to talk she was willing to speak about all of them to a complete stranger and it was it was just utterly utterly fascinating conversation about um, creativity and and depression and and the world and um the, the future and all these things that we spend a lot of time thinking about um i knew it was going to be a good conversation from the like the first seconds that we sat down at this little table because i asked her to do a, uh, a a sound check on the microphone, and she just just started belting. She's you know she's she's uh, she just she she goes for it. I, I really really appreciate that. So uh, do check out her new record, Kokoro, out now. Um, 
uh, hi- highly recommend everything she's done. Uh, and thanks again for to her for uh, taking the time to do that. Thanks to Hector at Chromatic for setting that up. Uh, thanks to Brian, as always, for editing the show together. Thanks to you guys for listening to the program. If you do like the show, please consider supporting us over on Patreon. That's how we pay for things over here. You know, it costs money to... Uh, to get server space, it did cost money to, uh, to to hire Brian to edit things together. It's it's uh, it's not uh, it's not free to do a podcast. So uh, any support you could toss our way would be greatly appreciated. Um, if you can't send any money our way, uh, consider rating us on uh, on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Uh, lots and lots of good shows coming up. Uh, follow us on Tumblr. It's riwildcast.tumblr.com. You can uh, shoot us an email if you've got any feedback. It's riwildcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Uh, I think that's about all I got. Uh, been We've been recording uh, interviews like crazy since I, I came back from my, my month-long work trip. So I'm really excited to share all of them with you. So uh, stick around because we will be back just about this time next week with another episode of R.I.Y.L.L.